Hello everyone, my name is Steven. I'm Portia. And we are Kicking Debts, helping you get out of debt and stay out of debt. And having fun doing it. Yes, and today is all about the B word, the budgeting word. Today we're going to give you six steps to help you budget successfully. The word budget can sometimes, if not more often than not, have a negative connotation to it. In turn, it kind of makes it a, a bad word, especially, I mean, anytime we talk about budgeting, it's always, I don't know, especially at first, right? It was... Every time he would bring it up, I would immediately just get anxiety and it would stress me out, so... Yeah, it doesn't have to be that way. And hopefully these steps will help you do your budget and stick to it, which is an even harder thing to do. So the very first thing that you need to do when you're budgeting is to prepare. You need to set a time for the budgeting meeting. Maybe it's on the first of every month. Maybe it's probably before the end of the month so you can actually budget for the future month. You just need to set a consistent time and a date for your budget meeting. And some things that helped me who I am the spender of the relationship if you're new here. Definitely was to do some prep work ahead of time. Walk around the house, check the pantry, check the fridge, check the toilet paper stash. The first thing that's going to cause an issue and make you not stick to your budget is when you run out of something that isn't essential. And it may only be 20 bucks, but it might not be in the budget. So for me, it was taking note of it as well, because when you're having your money meeting, uh, tensions are usually running pretty high. So you're not always going to remember that it's grandma's birthday on the 31st or your nephew's birthday. And those little expenses can add up and you kind of feel like terrible when you miss them. So yeah, she was really good at that like two weeks in, saying, I need makeup. I'm like, well, it's kind of not in the budget. So it's either gonna come out of your fund money or we gotta wait till we budget again. And we're gonna go over some tips that actually helps with that as well, kind of alleviate those things a little bit. But yeah, prepare. That's the number one step to budgeting. Number two is write everything down. So before the month begins, look through the next month and write down Things like what what you need to buy, what Portia just said. Write down when you get paid and how much you get paid. What bills do you have? What do they do? How much do you owe? And include any type of minimum payment on your debts as well. And then what expenses do you have? Things like your tithing, if you tithe, if your groceries, your fuel, your household items. Like, do you need more toilet paper, for example? Don't forget the laundry soap. Yeah. <laughs> And pet supplies. So do you need to buy more pet food? Do you have a grooming? Does your dog need groomed? A vet appointment? Something like that. Personal hygiene. Do you need shampoo, toothpaste, or makeup? I guess I would go into personal <laughs> hygiene, would it? I don't know. You tell me. She, she, Portia actually has her own category. She has Portia's makeup and Portia's hair in her budget. <laughs> It, I'll get into it later, but definitely compartmentalizing for me is key. So knowing that I have $30 to spend on makeup 
makes me feel okay that I spent my fun money on food or clothes. <laughs> yeah, honestly, it makes it easier because I just asked her how much she's like, I need some makeup. So like, how much is it going to cost? She tells me $30. So I just put $30 in Portia's makeup fund and she knows that $30 is there for her makeup. So it works. Um, other things to think about, auto maintenance. Do you need new tires, new oil change, gifts? Like Portia mentioned, is somebody's birthday coming up this month? Do you need to budget for a gift? A really great thing to do is sit down and write a list or an Excel spreadsheet of all of the birthdays and anniversaries and things that you are going to go out to maybe a special dinner for. Uh, those are all items that are going to change your budget for that month. Yep. We use a Google Calendar. We have a family calendar and we try to put all that stuff in there. So we just look at it and we're like, okay, this is coming up. So that helps. Also, don't forget to go through and write down any seasonal expenses. So if you have bills that you pay once a quarter or once a year, um, like taxes, whatever, just make sure they're jotted down. So when it comes up, you know that those are coming up. It may just be easiest at first to just open up your bank account or credit card statements and go line by line to see what's coming out and what when is coming out and then how much it is. That should help a lot. The third thing is to split everything up by payday. So a lot of people say to budget month by month, but we found that things change. And if you budget by paycheck, it makes it a lot easier. Now we're, you still are going to budget for the full month, but you're actually going to go in paycheck by paycheck and then write out everything that you have coming out for that paycheck. So essentially we kind of split it up to, we had all of our bills coming out on the first two weeks. And that would be using our basic paycheck, our first paycheck, and then our other payments we set to the end of the month. So it would hit a second paycheck. Yeah. So basically we budget for the money that we have in our account. If it's not in our account, we don't have it yet and we don't budget. And the kicking debt budget spreadsheet that we created, and we'll put a link in the show notes, is great for this because... It breaks everything out by a column. So you have a column for one paycheck, a column for two paychecks, but you're still listing everything for the month. So you know that, okay, this comes out this paycheck. This comes out the other paycheck, stuff like that. And number four to budgeting is to give every dollar a job, which is also known as zero-based budgeting. We're not going to go through this step by step on actually creating a budget on this podcast. Uh, if you check out our YouTube channel, we're actually creating videos on how to do this using our favorite budgeting app, You Need a Budget. But we did want to touch on what a zero-based budget is because zero-based budget is a very important factor in making sure that you are successful when budgeting. Basically, a zero-based budget is you're tasked with giving every dollar a job. Simply take your income for that month, or in our case, for that paycheck, then deduct your expenses until you reach zero left to be budgeted. Essentially, make sure you're allocating all your income, which in turn helps you plan better. If you see that you have $1,000 left over after you budget everything, you're more likely to spend that money instead of saving it up and paying off extra debt. Zero-based budget is not easy. It does take some work, but... Luckily, most of your expenses are fixed cost, so they'll be reoccurring, and splitting it up by two weeks makes it a lot easier. 
Yep, a week or two weeks or whatever you get paid for sure. So number five is look at your budget before you shop. So before you go into the grocery store, for example, open up YNAB or whatever budgeting app or spreadsheet you're using and take a look at how much you have available to spend. If you have $200 left in your budget for groceries and you don't get paid for another two weeks, you probably wanna cut that in half so you're shopping for the week. So knowing that you have $100 to spend before you walk in the store will actually help keep you on task. This was completely necessary for me, especially with my fun money budget, because when we committed to being debt-free, I knew that it wasn't ever going to be an option that I went over budget. Um, if the money wasn't in the budget, it wasn't in the account. Yep, that's basically, that's why we love YNAB is because it will basically yell at you if you overspend your, your the category because it will go bright red and say negative and it's just red means bad, so yeah. Basically, the goal is to always know what's coming out of your budget so you don't overspend. And then last but not least is to go with the flow. No one's perfect. You definitely won't be perfect the first few times you budget. We're still not perfect. So be flexible and don't stress out if you overspend. It happens and it will happen a good bit, especially the first couple of months of budgeting. Instead, just take that money from one category and move it over to another. On the flip side, if you forgot the budget for something that you don't already have and you don't need it immediately, hold off and wait until you can actually budget for it. As you said before, this happened a lot with my makeup because I didn't always see that it was empty. So this was kind of a struggle for Steven because makeup can be expensive or even shampoo. You know, sometimes you think something's going to last you a while and then you run out. And there were times where I was scraping the bottom of my makeup bottle to last another two weeks because it just wasn't in the budget. Yeah, there was a lot of money arguments when we first started budgeting for a while. Um, and it, I think going through these steps helped out a lot. And now, you know, at first I think you were probably like, you thought I was being like mad or. Like... It was kind of like, I felt like I had to answer yeah. to him about my expenses. So some tips and takeaways. This is just kind of a small summary of something that we're working on a blog post for. Really, my biggest thing is don't overspend. Obviously, if it's not in the budget, you can't spend it. But really, like, be flexible you know, and expect the question. When I buy something from Amazon and it hits the credit card, he doesn't know if it was makeup, if it was fun money, or if it was a grocery item or pet supplies. So expect those questions, be proactive and say, hey, the $15 charge from Amazon was my fun money. That way you don't have to feel like, you don't have to feel that tension of being asked what that money is and why it is. Um, also another tip too, especially if you're budgeting fund money, take it out as cash. That way there's no questions asked. Yeah. So fund money is a big part, like big part of why I think we were successful is we gave each other hundred dollars a month for fund money. And basically that hundred dollars was no questions asked. He you, did ask a couple of questions. I basically, it was more of like, I saw it coming out <laughs> of the account and like, what is this for? And it wasn't. Like, what did you buy? But, you know, where, where do I categorize this at? 
type of thing. So yeah, there were some times <laughs> where I came home with a pair of shoes that I had double of or something, and he didn't understand the need. Yeah, that's true. But whatever. <laughs> the funny money there is <laughs> is there, so you don't ask questions. If you saw her closet, maybe you would think otherwise. She has her own what is it cabinet for shoes. It's it's a lot, but she's a girl. Yes. So. We, I went from unlimited fun money to $100 a month yeah. while we were getting out of debt. And let me tell you, it wasn't easy for a girl who $100 would, wouldn't even cover my Target bill. So, yeah. well, I hope this helped you guys, you know, just stick with it. And we're here, here to help. There's going to be a lot of blogs coming out on our website, kickingdebt.com, and also some YouTube videos walking you through all of this budgeting stuff. So definitely subscribe and we'll be back with another episode really soon. We love you guys. See you later. Thanks.